like this is the right theme to play this week with all the musky talk on the show. Yesterday we were talking about this weekend's Professional Musky Tournament Trail event here in Bemidji. On the show tomorrow we're going to talk about the upcoming Frank Snyder Jr. Memorial Musky Tournament. And today we're talking with Jeff Anderson of Leisure Outdoor Adventures on all his musky exploits, including a recent trip to Canada. Yes, we can do that again. It's coming up next on Fish and Paul Bunyan Country. Hey, thank you for tuning in. It's time now for Fish and Paul Bunyan Country, sponsored by Visit Bemidji. Well, today we're checking in with a good friend of the show, Jeff Anderson. He and Toby Kavalivog are two Bemidji guys who uh, basically went south. Not not real far south, but a little a little far south. So uh, what what was it that possessed you guys to go down to Brainerd? Well, that's funny. That's funny you say that. Um, we, you know, Toby went down there. He... He was a teacher, and I moved down to Brainerd, Baxter area, uh, to you know work in the fishing world and, and film and take photographs. And um, and when I was down there, Toby and I, we you know we did some guide trips with other guide groups, and it was pretty fun. We we made a little transit, made a little game plan, and said let's let's start our own guide service, and that's where Leisure Outdoor Adventures started. And boy, we've We've really grown, grown, you know, that group. Uh, we just have such a tremendous group of fishing guides that work with us, and we're just really proud of every single one of them. So it's been, it's been fun, to, fun to see how fast it's grown. It really has grown. I, you know, every time I talk to you guys, you get like three or four new guides. How many total in that, uh, in that Leisure Outdoor Adventure family? Well, we're, we're, we're working on it. Uh, we, we, we could use more. So if, <laughs> if you're looking to get into the fishing guide business and you're passionate about fishing, give us a call. But, no, we have, I think it's 13 now, 12 or 13 full-time guides with us. And, you know, it's just been a blessing because we really, we really, it's, it, you know, Toby and I have been, you know, kind of the face of it for many years. And we really, part of our business, we wanted to, to really give the limelight to, many of our our fishing guides and 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 we we started this show called the guide life and we feature each one of our full-time guides on the guide life and different destinations and we're in our third season of filming this and oh it's been so fun you know we we show some some educational part of fishing on leech lake and we filmed over on vermilion and uh winnebagosh and um and then we also show the lifestyle of of, of a fishing guide you know i was just up in canada for you know fishing 10 days straight 13 hours a day fishing as hard as we can and you know each one of our guides just they love to go fishing and love to take people fishing yeah i, I saw the one with you and toby from a few weeks ago that was pretty cool that was a good one yeah that was fun he kicked my butt that day because <laughs> he was driving the boat he was driving the boat you know and he was he's uh he's pretty deadly when he's back there and he whipping the boat around and everything else but we uh 
we have we have the guide wars, and uh, that you know you can see we're all very competitive people. I think that's what makes us good fishermen is we're all we're all ultra competitive. But we have the guide wars where you know this year I was on uh, out on Lake Vermilion with with Logan, one of our new guides, and, and Jason Fried, who's been a long long time guide of ours. And uh, one boat was on Leech, and another boat was on Winnie, and we still don't know who won the the thing. It it hasn't come out yet. So and and we're we're nobody's talking about about it. We we put this silence on everybody <laughs> until the the show comes out. But no, it's been fun. It's been a fun show to film with the with uh, with the team. Well, when do we get to see the show? When when's it coming out? Well, the guide life the guide life. Um, we just we just made a made one live. It, it you know we film the shows and we turn them around within two weeks. Um, and so there's, it's current and fresh content. So if you go to a Leisure Outdoor Adventure YouTube channel, you can watch it there and subscribe. And um, yeah, we we appreciate all the support. I think I think if you if you like the fishing and you like a little lifestyle, I think you you really enjoy the show. No, I've uh, I've seen I haven't seen all of them. I've seen some of them. I've I, I think it's really well done. I think it's very entertaining. So yeah, I think people if you're into if you're into fishing, you're gonna like the show. Awesome. Yes. Well, um, it, it, you mentioned you're you're looking for more guides. So let's say there's a there's a guy listening, and he's kind of wanted to give it a try. Um, Leisure Outdoor Adventures is there a, is there a guiding philosophy you guys live by that people should know before they even bother to call? Well, no, number one thing is you know we're we're there to take care of our our clients that get into our boat and. Um, you know the the philosophy is you have to have a, a a true love for fishing, and that that that's what really separates the 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 guides. There's a lot of people that get in the guide business because they want to have the the label of being a fishing guide because there it's it's it's, it's you know the fishing world is it's great and it's everything else. Um, but they get into it and they realize, boy, I got to get up at five in the morning and I got to have my boat prepared and 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 then I, I get home and I gotta clean my boat and I gotta take care of my bait and I gotta re-rig rods because I have a tangle in this one and I gotta get up at five in the morning. So it, it is it's 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 a lot of work. But our philosophy really it, it, you have to have a passion for fishing, but you also have a, have to have a passion for people, you know, and professionalism. Um, and we really take great pride in being a professional group and taking our job as fishing guides very serious you're not just hopping in the boat for uh for a little fishing day it's it's a professional experience that people can take that take that with them you know and that's why we have so many repeat customers is because we take that we really have a high standard for our group and and our our, our guys just they they nail it they're so good at what they do and I know you've got you know you've got leech guys and you've got Winnie guys and Malax guys and Brainerd guys and Vermilion guys, so you kind of cover a lot of the key waters. And then you have uh, guys like you and, and Tobe that uh, that can specialize in muskie, which is you know kind of a rare talent. Yeah, well, I don't know if it's rare or <laughs> just dumb, bullheaded, but <laughs> I uh, we chuckle, you know, the muskie game. I. You know, I grew up on Lake Bemidji fishing those things, and you know we had such good fishing and uh, plantagenet. And there's just, you know, Minnesota has some some of the biggest muskies that swim, and, and Leech Lake is is 
you know, one of the best at Cass Lake. And, you know, I just got to spend 10 days on Lake of the Woods. And muskies are, are, are tremendous fish. And I, I, I get calls all the time. Newbies want to go muskie fishing. They say, well, I want to catch a muskie. Well, I said, if you want it, my motto has always been love the chase. If you want to catch a muskie, you have to learn to love the chase of the fish. And once you once you learn that part of it, boy, then, then the catching part comes comes along with it. But if you don't love the casting and the hard work and the, you know, early mornings and late nights, you know, it, it gets to be, it gets to be a challenge, but fishing's been good on leech. Toby's been, he's sending me pictures of big ones while I was up on, up on, uh, Lake of the Woods. Yeah, let's, uh, we'll, we'll get into that. Uh, but I want to talk about Lake of the Woods right now and ca- Canadian muskie fishing because, uh, that's been, uh, it's been a wait. I mean, it's been a year plus for people to get back up across the border into Canada. And I'm sure, uh, the Canadian, uh, you know, resorters are really happy to see people starting to head back up there again. Oh, it's, it's, a, it's amazing. You know, we, uh, it's pretty cliche to say, you know, you, you teach, I try to teach my kids not to take the things that we have for granted. And, you know, Lake of the Woods is a really special spot to me. And I, I have so many great memories up there. And, and I know that body water so well because I've spent so much time of my life up there. And, you know, you, 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 when you can't go, you really, you, you, that's a part of your life that you really miss, you know. And when you, I, I, it's hard to explain, but once I pulled up to the island, I, I love to stay at Obabican Bay Camp. It's my, my buddy, my buddy uh, Jared owns it. Um, you know, it's just like a, a different type of energy, you know, all the people that you see and, you know, the noises, the sounds, the sights, the, just everything about it. And it was, it was so great to be up there. Yeah, I think uh, as the world kind of gets back to normal, those those things are so much more appreciated than they would have been two years ago. So, yeah, it's got to be a great feeling. And how was the muskie fishing up there? You know, it was good. When we got there, they were really biting. Um, you know, I, I actually waited. To, I wasn't. I didn't want to be one of the first ones to go across. And actually, my son had a hockey tournament, so with combination of those two things, I wanted to be at. Um, but when we arrived, they were really, really biting. They were fired up, and um, we were catching them really good. And then we had that hot spell of, like, 95 degrees for three days in a row. And, and that really it pushed fish off. And, and the last few days we were there, they we had some weather change. Storms rolled through, and they started biting again, you know. And um, we caught some really big ones and had a great time. Lost some, lost some fish that I wish we would have had back, you know. But it was... Uh, it was good fishing. It's it's a typical musky fishing. You put your hard work into it, and eventually you're going to get a bite. So, what were you doing to uh, to lure them? Well, mostly, you know, I'm a I'm a bucktail fisherman at heart. I like I like to work. I like to grind away, and I like to fish as many spots as I I can I can get to. Um, you know, I fishing with bucktails um, mainly to search them, and then a top water bait. And then we uh, we also use a, a, a pitchback bait when sometimes they follow and they're not super aggressive. Uh, we'll pitch back a, a jerk bait. Uh, the one that I like to use is a Spart Zonker. It's a Swedish made bait um, called McTail, and you pitch back to them, and sometimes they eat it. We've had we had some really violent strikes with uh, with the pitchback lure. We have a lot more musky talk with Jeff Anderson coming up later in the show, but up next. It's Lake of the Weekday. We check in with Doug Schultz from the Walker Area Fisheries Office.
You're listening to Fish and Paul Bunyan Country. Hi, this is Dick Beardsley with Dick Beardsley Fishing Guide Service. Are you looking to plan a fishing trip? Look no further as Bemidji, Minnesota is your year-round destination for walleyes, pike, muskie, bass, perch, crappie, panfish, and more. With over 400 fishing lakes within a 25-mile radius of Bemidji, come take a cast of becoming a fishing legend. While you're on your fishing adventure, come take a picture with the historic Paul Bunyan and Babe the Blue Ox. Discover the first city on the Mississippi, Bemidji, one step further. Welcome back to Fish and Paul Bunyan Country. Lake of the weekday, lake of the weekday, lake of the weekday, holy cow. It's Fish and Paul Bunyan Country's Lake of the Week. It is Lake of the Weekday. We're once again checking in with Doug Schultz from the Walker Area Fisheries Office. And uh, this time, Doug, you know, one of the time, one, a lot of the times when we do a Lake of the Week, we, we look for those out-of-the-way lakes. Moccasin Lake over in the Hackensack area is our Lake of the Week, but it looks to me that that might be one of those out-of-the-way lakes. Yeah, this one definitely fits the bill, Kev, and, and is really a gem. Uh, you know, Most of the shoreline on this one is owned by the U.S. Forest Service as part of the Chippewa National Forest. So there's only about a dozen homes or cabins on, on this 270-acre lake, so it's a really good one to, to get away from the crowd a little bit. So, yeah, those uh, those lakes in the forest can be really, really nice. And uh, there is a concrete uh, uh, axis, but there's also a carry-in, it looks like. Yeah, the concrete axis is on the shore, uh, on the east shoreline. And then that, that carry-in axis is, is, is a little bit uh, tougher to get to, but definitely works out pretty well Okay, the folks with a canoe or kayak. So let's talk a little bit about this lake. It uh, it looks like it's got great populations of virtually everything we would want to fish for, with maybe the exception being walleye. Not not much, if any, walleye on that lake. Yeah, just just about. Um, you know, this one's 270 acres, as I mentioned, maximum depth 95 feet. It has about six miles of shoreline, so irregular shoreline. And, uh, you know, pretty good ring of vegetation around the edges. Um, the water's pretty clear in this one. Uh, hangs in that 20-foot range for water clarity. But it's really best known, uh, and it sees most of the pressure uh, directed at bass and largemouth bass and, and panfish. Um, and, and for that reason, we've had special regulations on, on bass and panfish for a while on, on this lake. Um, we implemented a catch and release regulation on largemouth bass in 1996. That was experimental. And uh, when we reviewed that, we got overwhelming public support in 2003 to continue it. So that's what we've done. Um, the bass density in this one's really high, uh, you know, ranging from 100 to 200 fish an hour mm. with our electrofishing. A lot of bass out there, but the size has continued to improve over time, uh, with average fish now being in the 13 to 14 inch range uh, for the sample, whereas it used to be in the 10, 11 inch range prior to the regulation. And um, we're still seeing 20 inch fish uh, with a pretty regular occurrence when we're out there sampling. So it's it's a really good bass lake. It's uh, it's you know a, a fairly small lake, uh, two seventy two acres total. It's got but it's got lots of sunfish. It's uh, it's got lots of bass. It's got lots of northerns. That can sometimes be a challenge to get the decent sizes, which you were talking about earlier. Yeah, and that's um, so. The other part of that coin is um, you know we have a we we implemented a five fish. Uh, limit on both black crappie and sunfish in 2017. And again, that was with overwhelming public support. 
Um, the reason for that is this lake's really well known for its crappie and, and, sun, and bluegills, um, especially in the spring. You know, we'll see crappies in the 13 to 14 inch range where we're sampling, and, and you know, sunfish over eight inches. Sunfish being bluegills, pumpkin seeds, and and their hybrids um, over eight inches is common. Um, and a big reason this has been so successful with the panfish size quality is because of that high bass density. Um, you know, not only sure. is, is high bass density fun from a catching perspective, but it really complements quality sunfish and panfish sizes because in these smaller systems where we don't get the winter kill occurrences that will occasionally kind of thin the herd a little bit and, and leave some room for fish to grow, um, bass kind of serve that purpose by predating on the smaller uh, sunfish and crappies. And that way our, our growth rates have not suffered and we continue to crank out some pretty impressive size. Uh, crappies and sunfish in this lake. Interesting lake, lots of uh, little bays, lots of points, lots of structure, and even uh, some real depth. A couple spots get down near 100 feet, or one spot for sure gets down near about 100 feet deep. Yeah, 95 is the max on that one. And, um, you know, pike, you would think this would actually be a a higher density pike lake than it is, but it's not. Um, Densities are usually less than three fish per gillnet, which is a good thing. And we see really good size structure as a result. Um, fish in the mid-30s are pretty common. And we've actually cut back how often we're gillnetting this one because we don't like removing those large pike out of those smaller lakes if we don't have to uh, with gillnets. So um, this is this has been a, a, it's got a really good pike population to boot. Um, just, you know, in terms of size quality, it's just, you know, the numbers aren't as high as what we see in a lot of other lakes around here. And again, if, you, if you're wanting to, uh, one of those uh, very quiet getaways, this is a lake for it. You'll get good fishing. You'll see plenty of wildlife. Uh, you'll see a lot of trees. And uh, probably not a ton of pressure on that lake. No. This one's usually less than 10 hours an acre. Um, again, we haven't been able to do a creel survey on that one. But because it's it's off the Wood Tick Trail, which is a gravel road, um, and, and a little more remote, doesn't have walleyes, you know, that extra attraction, uh, the, the fishing pressure isn't as high, and the development isn't as high on that lake either. So if we're, uh, if we're excited and we want to try something adventuresome and find our way back there, uh, how do we get onto Moccasin Lake? So the easiest way is go south of the State 100 uh, 371 intersection at Northern Lights Casino, just east of Walker. Go south about four miles on 371 towards Hackensack, and turn east onto the Woodtick Trail, and you go about eight miles on that, and the access will be on your left. It's a really large uh, parking area and, and wide access. It's in really good shape. Uh, it's pretty easy to get uh, you know, an 18-foot boat in and out of. Okay. It's another one of the great, the little gems we have hidden away in Paul Bunyan Country, Moccasin Lake, our Lake of the Week. Doug Schultz from the Walker Area Fisheries Office with all the details. Doug, thanks for uh, sharing the secret, and I, I guess there's probably a couple people mad at me today, but that's okay. Um, we appreciate it, I'll Doug. I'll on the phone calls, Kev. <laughs> okay, thanks very much, and have a great day. You too. That'll be our final visit with Doug Schultz for this year. Thanks to Doug for uh, all his input on our various lakes of the week in the Walker area. This is Fish and Paul Bunyan Country. Jeff Anderson of Leisure Outdoor Adventures, my guest today. We are talking muskies. He just came back from a Canadian muskie trip. Yes, we're able to do those things again. But Jeff, what about uh, the overall muskie bite in our side of the border this year? Leech, Cass, Bemidji, what have you been seeing? What have you been experiencing? 
Well, you know, leeches Leech is probably one of the best, and what brings what, what that brings is a lot of boats, right? And so there's a lot of pressure out there. Um, the month of August was really good on leech and on cast. The, the, the challenging part about those two lakes is they're both very clear now uh, because of the zebra mussels. And so anytime you have, you know, that gin clear water, it, it just, it proposes you have to fish differently now. Um, before they were up in three three foot, you know, and you got to have that really cloudy conditions to catch them or you fish them at night up there. Um, but now there a lot of fish are pushed off, you know, in the deeper structure and you got to use your electronics to go out and find them and, and cast them. But it's been good. It's It's been good. Uh, you know, the lakes like Lake Bemidji and Plant Engine, there, those stock lakes aren't as, they're not fishing as good because the population isn't quite what it was when we first put them in there back in the day when I was first getting going. I mean, there was no better spot to go fish than Bemidji, Plantagenet, Black, you know, those those lakes that were just freshly stocked, you know, 12 years prior. They were, mm-hmm. they were full of big ones and, and lots of them. Yeah. Well, we've got, you know, a lot of stuff coming up tournament-wise. We got here in Bemidji, uh, headquartered at Rutgers this weekend, the Professional Muskie Tournament Trail. And I think they're going to be able to uh, go into casts and go into Bemidji as well. Um, what are you anticipating with with the 125 boats going after muskies this weekend? Well, those are some of the best of the best. They're great anglers. I have fished against them. I've actually won some some one uh, uh, one a big one I cast the Mike James Mega Muskie Tournament. Hmm. Uh, that was many many moons ago, but. Uh, a friend of mine, Rob, and I fished that one, and that to date is still one of the largest payouts in musky fishing history. But those guys are good, and I think I think it's setting up. They're going to catch them. Um, they're going to they're going to put some fish in the boat. There's going to be a couple of big ones caught, and if I'm predicting, it's going to take three fish, and if they're really biting it, all weather dependent, four fish to win that thing. Four fish. Four muskies, yep, for sure. And wow. there'll, there'll be a there'll be a team that gets on a hot bite, and um, they'll they'll catch they'll catch four muskies to win it. And then, of course, uh, a couple weeks after that, the annual Frank Schneider Junior Memorial Muskie Tournament from the Twin Cities Chapter of Muskies Inc. And that's uh, just on a ton of ton of lakes uh, all over the area. That's kind of a that's really a unique tournament. And I love uh, you know recapping that one and taking a look and seeing you know where where the big ones came and. And usually, you know, you get the most by far on leech, but uh, sometimes that big one comes from a lake uh, that you, you, you wouldn't necessarily think of. Yeah, you know, Kevin, I we talk about fishing memories, and I, you know, I always, I always love to have these memories. And uh, during that tournament, I had one of my best musky fishing memories ever on Lake Bemidji. Kevin, we in the first five hours, we had five muskies in our boat. Three fifty inches. Oh man! Wow! Unbelievable, including a fifty-five incher. We had a fifty-five, a fifty-three, and a fifty-two, if I remember right, uh, or maybe it was fifty-one. I don't remember, but but it was three fifty inches in one morning, and and two others, and so so yeah, it was pretty special. And I I've actually won that tournament back in the day when there was you know over 800 fishermen fishing that you know and that's really helped my fishing career get off the ground is winning some of those big big tournaments and so 
So it was, uh, yeah, it's uh, it's it's going to be fun. That's a great tournament. If somebody's look, looking to get into a, a fun event, they do a great job, and it's all for a great cause. You know, they raise money for for the musky stocking, and 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 it's uh, it's a fab- fabulous, fabulous fishing tournament to fish, and fun. It is, and you know, it's really cool. It, it really does tell you all you need to know about what musky fishing in Minnesota is about that and and how good we have it up here that the Twin Cities chapter does its tournament every year up here. Yeah, it it does. I mean, we are so blessed for the fisheries that we have. We have some of the biggest fish muskies that swim in North America, right? Right? Right in our region and 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 we are we are really lucky. You know, and, and another lake that all of a sudden has come alive, you know, the last few years and, and, and those fish are starting to get bigger is a man trap in the Park Rapids area. You know, a lake you never heard about 10, 15 years ago, all of a sudden, you know, there's there's a lot of big muskies coming off that lake. So, um, you know, lucky us, there's, just, there's another new one to check out. Well, and you know, the, the great thing about man trap is they've been in there. It's a, you know, it's a natural, I think it's a natural muskie lake, you know, and they've been in there for a long time. And it was one of the better kept, you know, secrets for a long time. And, and you're right; it just shows, Kevin. We have more and more musky anglers in Minnesota, and which is which is really great. And and they're 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 good. We're we're the best at fishing than we've ever been with our electronics. I I can't tell you that you know we're going down this spot just two days ago, and I'm driving, and a, I, I see a musky on the side imaging. It didn't follow our bait. And I said, well, there's a muskie out there. I backed up. I put my talon down, and I knew exactly where it was with my hummingbird side imaging, and we casted right to where that fish was, and we ended up catching it. Never before would we ever be able to do that, you know. And, you know, what comes along with that is we have to be the best at release tactics, you know, and and that's, that's something great to talk about is, is you know having the tools, um, the hook cutters, the big net that the fish can swim, swim in, they can survive in, and you you, you only have them out of the water for a short amount of time. You measure them, you take a photo, and you let them go, and and you can catch that fish again. And so it's uh, it's 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 been fun to see how well that that technology has come come along. You you know and and that is so important, especially with a fish like a muskie. They you know as big and tough as they seem, uh, they are very very sensitive. And there were weeks this summer, you know, particularly uh, you know down a little bit further south of us when those water temps were in the eighties, and you know some guys just didn't go at all, and others they didn't pull them out of the water because it's just it was just too dangerous. It is it is, and it's great to talk about those things. It's great to. They, we we need to do a, uh, because uh, the best job we can to release the fish because that's that's uh, that has a uh, there's a direct correlation with how good our fishing is is when uh, when we take good care of, of the fish because there's only there's only so many in the in the body of water and you know if we don't take good care of them eventually there's less and less fish and makes it more and more of a challenge to uh, to catch them. Absolutely. I mean, and, and we haven't necessarily seen that with muskies, but we have certainly seen that you can fish out fisheries in any number of examples up here. And yeah, they can recover, but it takes a long time. So it's best to, to be preventative and be smart now. Yeah, that's it. Spot on. 
Well, listen, uh, if people are looking to do some fall musky fishing, you got some spots available, I presume? Uh, I have a few. Okay. Not many, actually. Pretty um, busy. We have a, our, guide, our guide group does, um, and that's the great thing. That's the great thing about um, fishing with our guide group is we usually always have a guide that's, that's available and um, that, can, that can take somebody. So Leisure Outdoor Adventures, uh, you can find us, you know, of course, online and and uh, so we post lots of Facebook photos on our Facebook page, and so we'd uh, we'd love to take you fishing. All right, sounds great. And uh, if you know we want to check out your your uh, uh, Emmy winning TV series, that's uh, just to type in Leisure Outdoor Adventures at YouTube. That's right. Yep. And I got tons of musky action. If you like musky figure eights and everything else, on my YouTube channel, which is Jeff Anderson Fishing. Oh, okay. And you can watch it there. All right, Jeff, anything else before we wrap it up today? No, it's always an honor to talk to you, Kev. I, I appreciate it. Jeff, great to hear from you. Keep fishing. Good luck with the muskies. We'll talk to you soon. All right, Kev. Take care. The muskie bite is heating up, and it's only going to get better as fall wears on. Of course, we got the PMTT tournament here this weekend, and in a couple of weeks, another huge muskie tournament, the big Frank Schneider Jr. Memorial Muskie Tournament, sponsored by the uh, Twin Cities Chapter of Muskies, Inc. That will be on lakes all over Paul Bunyan country, but the deadline to register is coming up very, very soon, and we'll check in with the tournament director, Peter Janik, on the next show. And we'll also have Mike Frisch in to talk about a few other species, too. Don't forget to like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter, and subscribe to the podcast so you can listen at your leisure and get some bonus content, too. That's it for today. I'm Kev Jackson. F-I-S-H-I-I-N, Paul Bunyan Country.